All right, good morning, Tampa folks, and welcome to Tampa Talk. It's July 29th, and this is your weekly roundup of all things Tampa. I'm John. And I'm Dahlia. And this is Tampa Talk. So what are we talking about? Well, we have a really cool event this weekend hosted by one of our volunteers at Oaklawn Cemetery. And so if you haven't heard about Oaklawn Cemetery, it's really filled with history, and they're planning on doing a cleanup this Saturday at 8.30 a.m. John, have you ever visited over there at Oaklawn? So I've looked into it quite a bit. I've been by, but haven't spent time in it. So I'm really looking forward to being out there uh, this Saturday morning. And uh, it's, you know, a couple hours in the morning, kind of working together. But like, this is actually the first public cemetery in Tampa. And so it's just full of like some of the most OG of Tampa names. Like these are the founders and the earliest families that were here. And uh, there's just, it's just so filled with history. I can't wait to you know, walk the tombstones uh, in, in the excuse being pulling some weeds or cleaning up a little bit. I think it's fantastic. What a killer way to just love our city and neighborhood and history. Yeah. Kate, one of our volunteers is putting it on and you should be able to see names like Ebor, like Vincente Ebor, the Ebor, um, Charles Wall and, and the McKays who were notable mayors in the Tampa Bay area. So really cool. If you can make it out there, please join us. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Otherwise, we have another historical event going on in Tampa this weekend. It is the Tampa Bay walking tour with Madame Fortune, a formerly enslaved person who was a Tampa pioneer. She was a business owner. She was a community leader and um, owned about 30 acres along the eastern bank of the Hillsborough River. So another fantastic historical event going on in the Tampa Bay area. And you can buy tickets online. I believe they're like 10 bucks. So I think it's worth it. Do you know where the walking tour is meeting? I do not know. We can, I know that's linked in the, in the, in the email. So people can look that up, but I do believe that she is also laid to rest in that same cemetery. Oh, cool. So I I imagine they'll either go there at some point on the walking tour or even maybe end or start there. Yeah. I just looked it up. It's at the John F. Germany public library. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, She's actually about to get a library named after her, too. So Tampa's really reviving um, awesome. Fortune. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying her name right, but that's how you would say it in French. And so that's what I'm going with. Um, we also have comic convention happening at the convention center this weekend as well. Um, and then the Tampa Bay Fringe Festival is going on still till August 7th. So lots of cool, um, fun things happening in the Tampa Bay area. In other news, we have some scammers that are affecting the kind of crypto market as well as the housing market and and just kind of uh, raising some hell on Tampa Bay citizens. One of the ones that I saw was about the rental scams that are on the rise in the Tampa Bay area. And it's funny because I use a Google voice number and I get a bunch of rental inquiries. So you wonder if like that has to do with this. I thought this was hilarious, that story. Like these realtors are pissed because their phone numbers are getting listed. They're basically copying, pasting for sale homes into Craigslist posts, but saying it's for rent rather than for sale. But they're using the realtors like their information is still attached to these homes or they're driving by to look at them and getting the number off of the sign. So they're like, yeah, put a house for sale. My phone is blowing up, which you would think a realtor would be very excited about but it's blowing up with people wanting to rent it at $900 a month rather than buy it for, you know, 320 something thousand dollars or whatever. So the realtor, by the way, one of them, the realtor calls the guy whose numbers listed on the, it's like on the Craigslist post, the scammer who they text back and forth and walks her through like, Hey, I'm glad you're interested drive by. And then starts basically asking for an application fee 
and a deposit and is like, hey, and the way you can get that to me is like go to a Bitcoin ATM, aka so it cannot be traced back to me uh, to send me this money so we can get you like plugged in for this like really affordable housing rental. Um, anyway, I'm glad it made the news. Because, I mean, I don't know who's falling for this, but when people are so desperate for a place to live in this city and maybe, you know, don't have time to think about all these details or whatever, just trying to get, make sure their family has a place to be. Um, there's, there's people out there just trying to take advantage. Yeah, exactly. And that's really what it comes down to is the fact that housing is so unaffordable right now. Um, like you said, when you're desperate, you don't really think things through. Um, speaking of scammers, though, another notable scam that made the news was a woman who owns a bakery. And this one kind of pulls on some heartstrings because she really lost a lot. It's a story that maybe you can put some caution in your mind when you're working with crypto. And again, when you're working with individuals and really should you trust what everybody says just because they're saying it to you. Yeah, I, I mean, this so uh, this is actually a Tampa Bay um, bakery owner. So her son actually got reached out. Someone reached out to him through Instagram and said, Hey, uh, invest in this crypto exchange. He said, Oh, he put a little bit of his money in it. And then he's like, Oh, it just doubled like really fast. And then, which by the way, these hacker exchanges, these like fake exchanges can just manipulate the numbers as opposed to like what the market's actually doing to, to demonstrate huge returns. Cause they control the kind of website interface. He's like, and then he, he's like, I wanted to make sure it was legit. So I pulled out the returns and it worked. Like they gave me the nominal return, like that, you know, I two X my money, but he had a small amount of money when he goes to his friends and family, talks his brother and his mom into putting in huge amounts of money. Uh, I think together they're putting in like between 30 and 40 K all of them kind of as a family pooling this money. And then it doubles within like, you know, within the week and then it's tripling and they go, man, this is great. Let's put the other money in and this woman's bakery she said she was like you know had doing really poorly because of covid and it was really hard on her business her small business that's i think in south tampa and so she's like i need you know these returns and so she puts more money in and then when it like triples they're like we're gonna pull out some of these profits now when they go to pull out this large sum of money the scammers go well you have to pay taxes first but they're not saying we're going to take it out of this sum of money you need to send us this um, you know twenty four thousand dollars to pay off these taxes and fees before your money can be freed up otherwise we have to freeze your account so they're like well we don't have that so they end up borrowing money from friends and family trying to like get this they send it in unfortunately and then they said well because you like used other people or whatever there's another fee you have to pay at which point they reach out to the police the fbi all these people that get involved and 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 so it's in the news and the fbi is just going look it's it's the wild west out here you know in the kind of crypto arena you hear people say like do your own homework do your research um but they're you know and so they they i thought this story was worth sharing one is like take like we're you know we're kind of generally advocating for this technology in this space, like going, there's a lot of good that could come with this, but it is the wild West. And there's a lot of scammers. There's a lot of people looking to take advantage. And if you aren't paying attention to the details, or if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you can, you can lose substantially in this way. And so they got scammed out of like a hundred thousand dollars, which was like her entire life savings. It's a heart-wrenching story to even watch the video, the interview with her. But I just wanted to echo some of the things that the, um, the FBI or the person that they talked to said, look, here's some like just general rules and things to look out for. These are just some basic rules of thumb. If people are reaching out to you through social media, shilling their stuff, probably beware. 
Uh, if you go to the website and there's stretched images or misspellings or oddly worded sentences, like take caution. Um, if you're being rushed to make a decision quickly, like that is a red flag. And if they're promising astronomical returns on your investment in general, um, be wary. And so I would just say, you know, uh, this is a cautionary tale. I'm, it's really heartbreaking for this woman. And yet at the same time, as I was listening, I was like, this was avoidable. Uh, had you been able to like do the homework and whatever, but again, uh, people are vulnerable because of, uh, let's say a lack of attention to detail or knowledge, but then also just vulnerability out of economic desperation. Like you, you hear like there might be a way out and she lost what all, everything that she did have in a time that was already hard. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's a heart wrenching story, but we wanted to kind of echo it, um, to make sure that, you know, we're not just saying it's all good out here. Uh, it, it is, it is some uncharted territory and scammers are, uh, let's say like looking for prey. Yeah, absolutely. And to kind of bring it back to the positive in the Tampa Bay area, um, the city of Tampa is investing 1.5 million into union station. And so I think that's really cool. Union station is a building that was built in 1912 and they're looking to add like coffee shops, improve the event space, um, maybe put in some incubator workspaces. And so it's cool to see that these historical buildings are getting some new life breathed into them. And yeah. my hope is that maybe it's used for actual transportation in a better way too, since that's been kind of the call of the people and with um, the money being unfrozen from the, the penny tax, you know, hopefully this new life being breathed into the station really makes it a hub in the Tampa Bay area. Cause it's a fantastic building that has kind of um, not seen the light of day in quite some years. Yeah, I've been to an event or two there, like little when they've done some art galleries and stuff. And it is such an amazing building. It is currently the Amtrak stop. So people coming in and out of town, that's like where you would catch the people train uh, leaving town or coming into town. Um, but uh, yeah, really excited to hear it's it's an it's an incredible spot right off the edge of downtown. And uh, it probably will, you know, impact the surrounding area around it, just like with all of the new life they're breathing into that with those funds. Um, in other news, a little bit more personal to us, we posted this as a B-Pedestrian article because we really believe that, you know, by promoting social enterprises and small businesses in your neighborhood, you are being pedestrian and kind of uplifting the Tampa Bay area. And so uh, Well Built Bikes, the social enterprise nonprofit bike shop that The Well operates is hiring. And so if you know someone who is a bike mechanic or is looking to kind of serve the community and help neighbors through something like a social enterprise we are currently searching for a full-time or part-time bike mechanic to support um, general operation of the bike shop and with really emphasis on repair, maintenance, and the like the operational side of um, getting bikes out the door. So there, that's posted on whereonthestreets.xyz, and you can also reach out to wellbuiltbikes at gmail.com or visit us in the University Mall for more information. Yeah, we really hope there's some missionally aligned mechanics out there that know about us and are saying, man, we, we love what you guys are doing. We'd love to join the team. Um, there's, there's just so much work to be done, so many bikes to be refurbished, and we really need the help. Yeah, absolutely. And in, since we're talking about ourselves, um, Wellfed Community has recently worked with a, par, um, a partner organization called Tampa Well, which is a product of Tampa General Hospital. And we highlighted them this week as our organizational spotlight. And so what Tamp TGH is doing is they launched this wellness arm alongside the city of Tampa to kind of emphasize food and nutrition at the community level in the Tampa Bay area. And so they have plans to launch a community garden to have some fitness and wellness programs go on and um, have contracted well community 
to support that effort by doing food demonstrations and potentially cooking classes and what might come of it in the future. But it was a good event um, a couple of weeks ago. We got to meet a lot of different community partners and we're really excited to see what Tampa Well makes of their position in the Tampa Bay community. Um, last but not least, we wanted to point you all towards our most recent What's the Word podcast where we feature Lieutenant Leonette and Coach Ross. And so these two people, if you're familiar with the university area and the Harvest Oak Community Center, are pillars of that community. Coach Ross has done so much to uplift the citizens of the university area and works every day to make sure that his people are fed, clothed, active, phenomenal guy. And he's really embraced his relationship with Lieutenant Leonette to kind of help make sure that community is safe. So what's the word is a segment of word on the streets and kind of really acts as a way for us to, to spread the word and share the stories of the neighbors that we work with. And so you can follow what's the word on word on the streets.xyz and by becoming a paid member, get exclusive access to the different podcasts that we'll be putting out there over the next few weeks and into the future. We've put a couple of these up already that were available to everybody so people could get a preview of what this content would look like. Um, in the email this week, we actually dropped a little, because there's a video attached to this one, the audio podcast recording. Um, those are for paid subscribers this week. Uh, Coach Ross is just such a, a gem. We, we, we really wanted to kind of like give this as a, as a special episode. We put a video up, a bunch of pictures from this event where a bunch of kids uh, and the uh, officers from the county pl played this football game against each other at this amazing event in the park where we actually got this interview with them. And so, but there is a little preview video kind of in the, in the email, those of you that are already subscribed. And then there is a little bit of a, a little bit of um, stuff. You can look at a few pictures of it, a little preview um, on the, uh, the actual link at word on the streets.xyz as well. Uh, but there is the lion's share of this, the podcast and the full video that we put together is in the, uh, there's a photo gallery as well behind the paywall as a thank you to those of you that have chosen to have a paid subscription to word on the streets. We really appreciate your support and want to encourage uh, the rest of you to uh, support as well. And this is our way of blessing those that do. So yes, please help us spread the word and um, you can engage with us now on our website, Onward on the Streets. You can, there's a now a comment function at the bottom of every article. So please let us know what you think, give us your thoughts. And uh, we want to make sure that we're really, you know, in communication and dialogue with the people that we're trying to, to reach out to. So catch us on Word on the Streets, join our Discord. Otherwise, next up, let's hear from Will on Sports. All right, Tampa folks, Will Bear here for your weekly sports update. We are coming toward the end of July. We are coming toward the end of summer. School's going to start in a few weeks. We only had a few more weekends left to get to some of these games, at least in my case, until you're going to get back to the normal school grind with kids and stuff. Anyhow, getting into the standards here, Lightning, Bucks, Rays, Lightning, no news that I can tell, Bucks. Uh, some unfortunate occurrences earlier in the week. Ryan Jensen, our starting center, went down with a knee injury earlier this week. It did not look good. Uh, that's you know one of the first practices of training camp. He's a center. They're unsung heroes. Very critical. Probably one of the most overlooked positions 
in football, in my opinion, went down with a knee injury. You know, typically that's a tear, fingers crossed, but let's keep an eye on that. And uh, in good, great, fantastic, positive news, the Bucks made a big signing in Julio Jones, famed wide receiver, future Hall of Famer from the Atlanta Falcons. Um, very fast, burner, deep ball kind of guy. He's already showed up to training camp, already caught in a few balls. Caught? Caught? Received? I guess a few balls from Tom Brady. So fantastic addition to the receiving core, along with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and others, you know, filling in some of the air power uh, in, in the light of Gronk's retirement. So some bad, some good from the Bucks. Moving on to the Rays. Uh, two wins, two losses since my last update. Two wins from the Orioles, one loss from them, and one loss from the Royals. They are just barely in third place in the AL East, one game behind the Blue Jays. And moving on to soccer, football. Uh, the Rowdies got a win over the Atlanta United second team. That's right, kind of the second team underneath the MLS uh, Atlanta United team. Um, over the weekend, they beat them 2-1. to one. Uh, They've got the Indy 11 coming up on Saturday the 30th, away in Indy, Naptown that is. And then next Saturday, this is the one to really mention, next Saturday, August 6th, 6th is their next home game against Detroit City. That's important because I will be there. Uh, my son's uh, summer league at Cinco Soccer, if they win the championship earlier that morning, they will be announced as the champions at halftime or something. I don't know. Something's going to happen where they get honored, which uh, just sounds like a good time. That's especially important for a bunch of eight and nine-year-olds. So I'm really looking forward to that. On to Orlando City. They crushed the New York Red Bulls. Great name, by the way. Can we stop and just pause for that name and branding? The New York Red Bulls is our name, sponsored by Red Bull, um, of course, and it's in the name. Beautiful. Good on them. Uh, anyways, Orlando City crushed them 5-1 to one on Tuesday. Uh, they've got D.C. United on July 31st and then New England on August 6th. They are in fifth place in the Eastern Conference and poised to qualify for the final series playoffs. Good luck, Orlando City. And I'm going to add a new section, not sure if weekly, but uh, it's it's some uh, sport that's near and dear to my heart nowadays since I uh, retired from football many years ago. I've gotten gotten got into uh, invested a lot into uh, MMA and watch most fights on any channel at all hours of the night. So I'll give you a little bit of a US, UFC update here. Okay. Um, last weekend had a UFC fight night, uh, which what that means is you don't pay for it. It's not a pay-per-view. You can watch them on ESPN plus and had some fantastic fights over in London, England at the O2 arena. Uh, the main event, Curtis blades versus Tom Aspinall heavyweight fight was a Big disappointment because, unfortunately, Tom Aspinall, the local representing England, uh, had a bad injury, bad knee injury, 15 seconds into the first round. So really no action. He stepped back. His knee collapsed. Probably tore something. Haven't checked since then, but they were thinking MCL at the time. So really unfortunate. Bit of a stinker at the end. But um, Jack Hermanson took a win off of Chris Curtis um, over decision. Want to kind of have a point fight there. Uh, and then the two really to mention is Patty Pimblett and Molly McCann. So they are the local favorites uh, from Liverpool, kind of come as a, a package deal. Um, they always bring the excitement. They always come to uh, come to brawl, as they say, and they always talk a lot of smack leading up and just have a good time in the octagon. And Patty Pimblett, 
uh, got a second round submission victory over Jordan Levitt, and Molly McCann got a first late first round uh, TKO over Hannah Goldie, and they had a real good time. And uh, those are a few fights worth going back to and watching if you are getting into this sort of thing. Now, getting into this coming weekend, there is a big UFC pay-per-view where you actually got to pay way too much money to watch. Um, or you can go to one of the two bars in Hillsborough County and watch them with about a million other people. Uh, but if you so choose to, what you will see is uh, the rematch of Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes. Uh, if you follow this stuff, Amanda Nunes is is really the GOAT female fighter uh, of all time, arguably, and one of the best just uh, all-around fighters um, uh, ever over the last five years, especially, has burned through two weight classes. Well, six months ago, she got her first loss in many, many years from Juliana Pena. Huge underdog in that fight. Uh, Juliana, Juliana Pena got the submission victory with the rear naked choke, if I remember correctly, and this is their... Uh, much anticipated rematch. They've been on The Ultimate Fighter, which is a UFC show uh, where a bunch of fighters live in houses together and fight each other reality style. And each of uh, these two fighters act as coaches. So there's a Juliana Pena team, the Amanda Nunes team. It culminates with them actually fighting each other in this pay-per-view. So that's what we're going to witness on Saturday. Uh, Brandon Moreno, former flyweight champion, will take on Kai Kara France. Derek Lewis, Always a good time. Just Google Derek Lewis and look up his Instagram and different YouTube clips. <laughs> um, it's going to take off Sergey uh, Pavlovich and a few other fun fights, Anthony Smith included. Paula Costa. Now Paula Costa versus Luke Rockhold got canceled. Uh, that's a bummer. But uh, a lot of good fights going on this weekend, so I will keep you abreast of MMA stuff. And that's just UFC, by the way. We didn't get into some of the other MMA organizations. Maybe I'll include those. All right, for this week's niche fun fact who knew section. Uh, did you know there was once a professional basketball team in Tampa called the Tampa Bay Thrillers? They were a franchise in the Continental Basketball Association uh, from 1984 to 1987. The CBA, by the way, was a was a minor league pro basketball organization from 1946 until 2009. I had no clue. But uh, in the late, well, mid 80s, 84 to 87, Tampa had a team called the Tampa Bay Thrillers. They won back-to-back -back championships in 84 and 85, their first two seasons. Amazing. At the end of the 86-87 season, and I haven't figured out why, they relocated to Rapid City, South Dakota. You are hearing that correctly. They won their third consecutive CBA title there. They would eventually relocate back down to Florida, where they were renamed the Florida Beach Dogs. This is all true story, everyone, for two years. Then they relocated back from 1998 to 1999 to Rapid City, South Dakota, and they were named the Rapid City Thrillers once again until it ended. That's what I got for you. Look them up. There's cool old clips and old photos, you know, where got dudes are playing basketball with barely any shorts on, but we had a pro team. Pretty neat. And I think that wraps it up for this week in sports. I will see you all next week. All right. Well, that's what we're talking about, everyone. And thank you for joining us. Until next time. Y'all be good.